music from across the globe and across town. I'm Dave Baghdad, and I'm so glad you could join us. On tonight's program, we'll have new music and vintage tracks from Ireland, Scotland, Canada, the UK, and the US. Thanks for being here. Cade me la falcha. You're very welcome here for this 440th edition of the Kitchen Party Kaylee. I'm your host, Dave Baghdad, and we have a great show for you. Some things you may know, and a lot you probably don't. We're in week three of our Celtic Colors preview, and as always, I'm delighted to have you along with me. A little later, we'll be speaking with multi-instrumentalist Joe McMaster, who's just released his debut CD, but before that, we'll have some fine music for you, beginning with Starin. This new Scottish band, whose name means path or trail in Scots Gaelic, has some familiar names. Kim Carney on vocals, who also sings with Manren, John Lowry on keys, who's played with many bands, Jack Smedley, also of Rura, on fiddle, Innes White, who's appeared on more than 30 albums on guitar and mandolin, and James Lindsay, also of Braybach, on bass. Their self-titled debut came out last year, and from that, we'll have a number called Casino. From there, we'll catch up with our old friend J.P. Cormier right after starring on The Kitchen Party Kaylee.
miss the train that I was on Into the dawn it pulled away In just a moment I was gone Empty as a newborn day I thought you'd come to say goodbye Is it too much for you to cry? I almost knew you'd let me down in Charlottetown I saw this coming long ago Like thunder clouds upon the sea You wanted someone there for sure Never really wanting me When something better came along A pretty face, a newer song I became the latest clown Leaving Charlottetown And nothing more I'll likely not see her again Tell your dad I'll miss his life And all the fun we used to have He won't be seeing me around Leaving Charlottetown I really hope you find your way all that glitters is not gold His new love is here to stay Until yours is growing cold When you find yourself alone In a house that's not a home Broken hearts are always found Leaving Charlottetown Find yourself alone In a house that's not a home Broken hearts are always found Leaving Charlottetown Broken hearts like mine are found Leaving Charlottetown That, of course, was our buddy J.P. Cormier, who's got several interesting shows coming up at Celtic Colors this year. He's hosted the Celtic Colors Guitar Summit since its inception, and he also has solo and duo sets planned. We went back to his 2008 CD, The Messenger, and heard one of his more popular songs, Leaving Charlottetown. Before J.P., we had Starin, the fine new quintet from Scotland. We heard Casino from their 2021 self-titled debut. We'll hear now from some longtime veterans of the Cape Breton music scene, starting with Ashley McIsaac, the bad boy of the Cape Breton fiddle. 
Ashley has strong roots in traditional fiddle, piano, and step dance, and he's also branched out into singer-songwriter stuff, rock, and techno, and he's also placed a track on the U.S. dance charts. Some of his biggest boundary-pushing came on his 1999 CD, Helter's Celtic, and from that disc, we'll hear a mix of traditional fiddle and modern accompaniment on Bellicote. From there, we'll stay in the 90s for a lovely song from the Barra McNeils, right after Ashley McIsaac on The Kitchen Party Kaylee.
If I don't ask the question Am I so blind that I can't seem to find all the reasons you love me? Is it too much to ask me after the times we've been through? It's hard to ignore as you head for the door, going nowhere. Against me is your heart really in it, or am I the comfort you want to let go? You never really loved me at all. The Barra McNeils there from Sydney Mines, Cape Breton, then consisting of four siblings. They've mixed their traditional instruments and sound with elements of jazz, pop, and country, and we heard one of their poppier songs there, the title track of their 1995 CD, The Question. We preceded the Barras with an even more enthusiastic mixer of genres, Ashley McIsaac, 
who, like the Barras, will be playing Celtic colors this year. We had a mix of traditional fiddle and electronic backing on Bellic Coat from Ashley's 1999 CD, Helter's Celtic. We'll keep things going with a couple of my personal favorites, beginning with Bjolak, who've graced our airwaves many, many times. Bjolak formed as the result of an early Celtic Colors late-night session, released two great albums in the aughts, and then split for a longish while as the band members' individual lives took them hither and yon. They never completely went away, though, and a few years ago, they not only reunited, but released a new album seemingly out of nowhere. That record, All Hands, was their first in 15 years, and from that, we'll have a medley of Aloha Kirk and Arthur Strathspey, Geraldine's Fancy and Arthur Reel, the Periwig and Backstreet Reel. From there, we'll have new music from Joe McMaster, right after Backstreet Girls from Bjolak on The Kitchen Party Kaylee.
pair of fine tracks of more recent vintage from some Cape Breton favorites. We led that block with Biolock, the fine band featuring Wendy McIsaac and Maddie Rankin on fiddles, Mac Morin on piano, and Mac McIsaac on pipes and guitar. From their most recent record, 2019's All Hands, we had a medley of Aloha Kirk and Arthur Strathspey, Geraldine's Fancy, and Arthur Reel, the Periwig, and the Backstreet Reel. From there, we had new music from Joe McMaster, the brilliant multi-instrumentalist from Troy, Cape Breton. Joe's just put out his debut CD, and from that, we heard a mighty jig medley consisting of Sherig, Out in the Ocean, Corporal A.B., Jen's Pipe Jig, and the Magnanimous Jig, that last one written by Joe. He was back there by his cousin, Mary Frances Leahy, daughter of Donnell Leahy and Natalie McMaster, and he recorded the album at Natalie and Donnell's studio. I've been wanting to speak with Joe for a long time, and I finally got to do so recently. So here for you now is my conversation with Joe McMaster, exclusively on The Kitchen Party, Kaylee. Well, it gives me a great deal of pleasure to welcome you to our humble airwaves. Well, it's a pleasure to be on. You've got a really excellent new album, and we'll get to that in a little bit. I can't help noticing that you are a really, really multifaceted individual. <laughs> with, your, with your hand in a lot of things, and you've traveled the world, and you've done quite a bit at a relatively young age. But the first thing I'd like to know is where it all starts for you musically. I guess you got to go back to being a little kid and just hearing it. Of course, my aunt is, is Natalie McMaster, and she'd be around home and times growing up. I'd be hearing that music, and my grandparents would always be playing Celtic music all the time. And my father wouldn't be playing Celtic music so much, but he'd be playing like Stevie Ray Vaughan. I grew up to hearing music and got the sense pretty early on that it was an important thing and, and always really liked it, but never really took to traditional Cape Breton or Celtic music at all until I was a teenager. My family, they tried to start me off. I was the first grandchild and the McMaster side and so they try and start me off on the fiddle as a four-year-old kid and I just did not take to it at all but flash forward to at the age of 13 at that point I started getting really really interested in my Scottish Gaelic heritage and I wanted to learn the pipes so I ended up through school I got this opportunity to go to the, the Gaelic College in Cape Breton Island in St. Anne's I took piping over a March break session and the instructor was Kenneth McKenzie and he went and found my mother and said make sure your son keeps taking music lessons he said he could be a, a really good piper and so my mother told me that and so I was okay great <laughs> so I, I started taking piping lessons and went to the house of a guy named Wally Ellison every Tuesday for a year and so I really got my start in playing the music on the pipes I still play the pipes although not as much just since I went to university and living around people it, it's quite hard to, to play they're not quiet anyways so I, I was playing those for about a year and a half and at that time I was listening to fiddle music just all the time we had a whole pile of CDs in the house you know Natalie CDs and Buddy CDs and Viola, you know, all these different fiddle players that were around. We actually just had the CDs at the house and, you know, I never really appreciated them. But until then, I, you know, I started digging through them and I was listening to them all the time. Yeah, it just kind of became totally infatuated with the music and that led to me starting the fiddle. Actually, my grade 10 music class did a fiddle unit and so there was 30 kids but only 29 fiddles. The, the teacher said, well, Joe, you must have one at home. And I said, yeah, I do. My dad had a fiddle in the closet. So I started with that. And after the unit was finished, after the two weeks, I just kind of didn't stop. So I was 15 at the time. This was September of 2014. I picked up the fiddle really seriously for the first time. So that's the origin story. It, it all snowballed from there. 
and then we're flashing forward to nearly the present, I would imagine that there's been a lot of clamor for you to make a record. What led to you doing it now? You know, people want to be really supportive in that. And so I was only playing like a year or two when I was here. Oh, you should make a CD. And something in me knew, no, don't do that yet. And also my family was like, no, don't do that yet. I really was scared of making a CD and then four years later looking back at it and going, why did I do that? <laughs> I should have waited until now. You constantly improve. And so I mean, that could still be a thing. But I waited years until I, I sort of got to a level where I felt, okay, I've got some some consistency here. I can play okay now. Anyways, it just sort of all worked together. I knew I was going to Ontario last September for school, and I knew Adeline Donnell Leahy lived out in Ontario, and they had a home studio, and we sort of all had the same idea kind of at the same time when we realized that I was going to be out that way, and it was actually Natalie that suggested it to me. Like She said, well, maybe you could make a record at our place. We've got the studio, and you can use it. And Mary Frances, my cousin who plays piano on the CD, she was just on fire. I hadn't heard her in a few years, but then I was like, oh my goodness, she was sounding just really amazing. I kind of had planned what I was going to do with the CD. Like, I knew how I wanted the layout to be. I had all these ideas. And then last summer, when it started coming time to do it, I really kind of solidified the framework of how I was going to do it. And then, yeah, I sent all the tracks to Mary Frances, and we got there and practiced all the stuff sort of live off the floor and was sounding good. And then we went into the studio, and I remember doing the first take. It was the F Jigs. She was downstairs on the piano. I was upstairs with the headphones on, and I listened back and went, oh no, this is going to be brutal. Because <laughs> I, I just hated the sound of it because everything I'd ever played prior to recording, it was, you know, you had your accompanist right there. And so this is a real challenge. We just kept trying and eventually got something that we were more or less satisfied with. So that's kind of how it went. Well, it seems like you could have done it one of two ways. You could have made it a big family or friends celebration and had a lot of instruments and guests and things like that. Or you could have done the really stripped down fiddle and piano, which is what you did. What led you to do it that way? Yeah, that's a great question. I, I always kind of knew that's what I wanted to do. Anyone who knows me sort of knows that I'm kind of a traditionalist in every way, and I always have been since I was a little kid. <laughs> you know, so you asked me when I was seven years old what I wanted to be, and I'd say a blacksmith. Very much interested in the old, you know, what came before, and that's what led me to getting into traditional music was kind of getting into my heritage. I kind of took influence from the stuff that I really liked, and the albums that I seemed to really treasure and, and like the most were the very back-to-basic stuff. One of the most influential things on me was a recording that my grandmother gave me of Buddy McMaster and John Morris Rankin playing at the Mabu Fire Hall in 1983 or oh six, God. three or six, I can't remember off the top of my head. It's just them playing tunes. It's just so good. And I kind of early on really appreciated the beauty of simple Cape Breton fiddle and piano. And that's what I've always done. And that's what I wanted to do. That's why if you look at the album cover and that, it's quite simple. It's just black and white. I don't even have a picture of me on it. There's no track names. The track names are just the tunes. I gave quite a bit of information in the liner notes because I wanted to give context to all the tunes. I really value traditional style, Cape Breton music, fiddle and piano, simple. That's what I play, and so that's what I record. Seeing the most genuine, that is sort of the heart of what our music is. You are a brilliant traditional musician. You also have a university degree in biology. You're studying at a seminary, and you're a blacksmith. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I wouldn't call myself a good blacksmith. I also wouldn't call myself a brilliant traditional musician. <laughs> 
That's why yeah. I'm here. I, I get to do it for you. So, yeah, I guess that's all true. I sort of worked, I guess, as an apprentice in a blacksmith shop, did some work with that, and I did a biology degree as an undergraduate. I ended up minoring in philosophy, and yes, now I'm at a Catholic seminary. So, <laughs> kind of not your par for the course set of interests and skills, I guess, but here we are. So, Joe, for anyone who's interested in learning more about you and your activities and getting their own copy of the CD, how best for them to do that? So, admittedly, my sort of sales platform is quite disorganized at the moment, I'm done anything like this. So right now, if you want to get a copy, because they're only available as physical copies right now, you can email me at joemcmaster29 at gmail.com. So all lowercase, J-O-E-M-A-C-M-A-S-T-E-R 29 at gmail.com. Just say hi, you want a CD or however many CDs you want. Your mailing address so I can mail you a copy. And then if you're ordering from within Canada, you can send an e-transfer, but I also take PayPal, same email address. That seems to work for most places. And if neither of those work, just send me an email we can figure something out that's what i'm at right now i've heard that Bandcamp is quite accessible so i'm gonna look into that in the future and i'll let you know as it stands there's the email thing or there's come to cape breton and find me on a show <laughs> well joe thanks very much for taking the time to be here with me today and the best of luck in all of your various and sundry endeavors well thank you very much dave it's been great my conversation there with Joe McMaster, multi-instrumentalist and all-around interesting fellow. Let's have another track from his debut CD, this time a medley of Lord Moria, Becca Ross, Miss Maria Dundas, The Blau and the Stars, Lady Wallace, and Lady Lucy Leslie Melville. From there, we'll have a Gaelic song from Mary Jane Lamond, right after more from Joe McMaster on The Kitchen Party Kaylee.
That was Mary Jane Lamond, the Gaelic singer born in Ontario, who's neither a Cape Bretoner nor a native Gaelic speaker. We heard Nin Duv Nin Don, or Black Haired Girl, Brown Haired Girl. This is from her 2001 CD, Orin Gaelic, or Gaelic Songs. Before Mary Jane, we had new music from Joe McMaster. That was a medley of Lord Moria, Becca Ross, Miss Maria Dundas, The Plow in the Stars, Lady Wallace, and Lady Lucy Leslie Melville. This is from Joe's self-titled debut CD, released this past summer. We've time for one more block before the finale, and we'll hear now from a Celtic Colors mainstay, Troy McGillivray, the fiddler and pianist from Lanark on the northeastern shore of Nova Scotia. We'll go to his 2013 CD, Tune Poets, for a medley of Pam Campbell's 20th birthday, Jamie McGinnis's Fancy, John Andrews, and Bill Lamy's Delight. From there, we'll have more fiddle music from Glenn Graham, right after Troy McGillivray on The Kitchen Party Cayley. Thank you. 
Dr. Glenn Graham, the fiddler, author, composer, and academic from Judith, Cape Breton, a member of the musical Beaton family. As we heard, he's a wicked fiddler himself, and that was a set called Howie and Kinnan's Winter Apples. It was a medley of Howie McDonald's reel, written by Glenn's uncle, Kinnan Beaton, the Winter Apples reel, which is traditional, and Kinnan Beaton's reel, written by Glenn. And it's from Glenn's 2005 CD, Drive. Before that, we had Troy McGillivray on a medley of Pam Campbell's 20th Birthday, Jamie McInnes's Fancy, John Andrews, and Bill Lamy's Delight. This is from Troy's 2013 CD, Tune Poets. We're three weeks in, and next week we'll wrap up our Celtic Colors preview, and I'll chat with Ryan McDonald of Cape Breton FM. You won't want to miss that. We're getting near the end of our show for today. I hope you've enjoyed our time together, and I look forward to having you join us again next week. Reach us by email at kitchenpartykaylee, that's all one word, and kaylee is C-E-I-L-I-D-H, at gmail.com, by Twitter at, at KPC underscore radio, or through our Facebook page. You can find podcasts and playlists from all our shows at iTunes, Google Music, TuneIn, SoundCloud, Amazon Prime Music, and Audible. For our final track this week, we'll hear Maddie Rankin and Hey Johnny M. Until next time, I am your host, Dave Baghdad, and I thank you for listening. We'll see you here again next Sunday at 10 p.m. Slan Ogat.
You've been listening to The Kitchen Party Kaylee on WICR 88.7 FM. We hope that you'll join us again next Sunday at 10 p.m. The Kitchen Party Kaylee is written, produced, and hosted by Dave Baghdad and was recorded at EMAS Studios in Indianapolis. The Kitchen Party Kaylee is a fortnight production. Thanks for listening.